As a medical professional, you're probably consumed by your work. Because of that, you likely miss out on big opportunities to protect and grow the wealth you work so hard for. Luckily, through passive real estate investing, you can place your capital in the hands of trusted syndicators who do all the legwork while you sit back and let your money work for you. Syndicators like Ascent Equity Group. Ascent Equity Group is led by three medical professionals turned full-time real estate investors who have secured a quarter of a billion dollars in assets in just three years. And their latest opportunity, Sunrise and Chandler, is open now. Sunrise and Chandler is an exciting 177-unit value-add multifamily opportunity in the affluent city of Chandler, Arizona. This Class B asset in a Class A location was secured at a significant discount and is already cash flowing out of the gate, with 89% of the units still in need of renovation. Sunrise and Chandler is close to meeting its capital raising goal and will be closing soon. So if you'd like to learn more, visit ascentequitygroup.com forward slash best deal to schedule a call. That's A-S-C-E-N-T equitygroup.com slash best deal. This opportunity is open to accredited investors only. First thing that comes to mind there is hard money lending. So someone's going to borrow your money for doing a fix and flip or a construction project or whatever, but they only need your money for, let's call it six months. So they're willing to pay a 10% annualized yield. Before we get into it, I want to introduce you to Groundbreaker, today's sponsor and partner, They are an all-in-one suite of tools for small to medium-sized real estate syndicators. They've got a special focus on real estate syndicators with 1 million to 100 million assets under management. They help you increase productivity and investor satisfaction by automating fundraising, reporting, and investor relations through elegant and powerful workflows built by syndicators for syndicators. Groundbreaker will help you scale your business without the need to scale your overhead. So they're going to help reduce your costs because of the admin team that won't need to be as large. And they're going to help you reduce your risk of data breach because of the security systems that they have in place. They'll help you increase your revenue by growing your assets under management because you're going to be allowed to focus on the things that are most important, like business growth and operations not those administrative logistics. And ultimately, they're going to help you elevate your company's brand and professionalism and investor experience because your investors are going to enjoy having this platform with all their information versus however you're currently doing it. Three things specifically about Groundbreaker I personally like. One, super easy to use from an investor standpoint and from a general partner standpoint. Two, it allows investors and general partners to fund electronically, meaning that a limited partner can complete their entire subscription and funding cycle without leaving the platform. And on the general partnership side, for distributions, you can set it up so that you can trigger bulk ACH payments within the platform. And then the last thing I really like about Groundbreaker is it's, well, it's cost effective. It's healthy to the bottom line. Their basic plan allows sponsors to sign up for as little as $100 per month with no limits on deals or investors. And you can read all about the pricing on their website. Speaking of their website, it is groundbreaker.co forward slash Joe, J-O-E. And when you go there, groundbreaker.co forward slash J-O-E, you're going to get access to a pitch deck that the Groundbreaker team created so that you have a template 
should you want to use that and customize it for your own deal. So go to groundbreaker.co forward slash Joe. Quick disclaimer, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to bestevershow.com. Hello and welcome, Best Ever listeners. I am your host, Travis Watts, on the Actively Passive Show here today. Theo Hicks is unable to join us for this particular episode. He's on a personal day. He is well and good. He will be back next week with us. But today, since it's only me, I promise I will do a fun, entertaining, straight and to the point, shorter episode than what we usually do. So hopefully there's a lot of value in this for you. And today's topic comes from a question that I have been asked for years and years and years by prospective investors, by friends, family, colleagues, you name it. I used to ask the same question myself for many years. The question is, how much do I need to have invested to achieve my outcome of X, Y, and Z? whether that's your retirement goal, whether that's your early retirement goal, whether it's just a goal for whatever it is, right? Everybody's going to be different. And ironically, what's so funny about this is what I hear all the time is I would love to have $10,000 a month in passive income. I would love to have $100,000 a year in passive income. It's like we all have the same goals circulating in our heads. I don't know where that comes from. But today, I just want to show you an infographic that I have created for you that can help simplify this for you. I'm not a financial planner. I'm not a financial advisor. I'm not licensed in these capacities. So please seek licensed professional advice when you're actually going to do your investing. This episode is for educational purposes to help enlighten you to the possibilities out there, what they mean, how they work. So without further ado, I will just pull up this infographic. And I will say this for anybody who's listening on audio, first of all, I think these get released first on audio and then they go to YouTube on video. So it may not even be available right now on video, but if you're watching on video, pretty straightforward. Here it is. If you're listening on audio, I will do my very best to walk you through what this uh, infographic is all about. So, sorry, let me just minimize this really quick. And there we go. Perfect. All right. So here's the infographic. How much do I need to invest to receive $100,000 a year from cash flow? Two things I want to point out right off the top. Why $100,000 a year? (laughs) Well, just the most common thing that I hear when people ask me this question or bring this topic up about their goals, use your own numbers, right? Maybe it's 80, maybe it's 300. You plug in your own formula. Cash flow. Why cash flow? I'm using the word cash flow as a general definition to describe yield, like dividends or interest or cash flow from real estate, you name it. Okay, so I'm putting that all under the umbrella of cash flow because this is the actively passive show, and we are primarily real estate focused. So I used a real estate term. No other meaning but that. So here is the infographic. I'm going to walk you through it first, again, for those that can't see it. And then we're going to dive into each of these categories and what types of investments might fall into these particular categories to help you identify what makes the most sense for you. Or you can work with your advisors to figure that out. So the first one is if you had a 2%, annualized return, talking about yield, dividends, interest, cash flow, then you would need $5 million invested to get an outcome of $100,000 per year. Now, obviously that's going to be a conservative approach. 
We'll get into it in a minute of what would fall into that category. But just so you know, I'm using a scale from two to 10% because it's where most people are going to land. Yes, it's possible to get less than 2% as it is more than 10%. 4% would take two and a half million invested. Obviously that'd be half, right? So 2.5 to get hundred grand a year, 6% would be 1.675, so almost one and three quarters of a million invested. 8% would be 1.25 million, just over. And 10% a year as a return would mean 1 million invested with that type of return to get $100,000 per year. So let's dive into each category and I'll share with you some things that come to mind. I'm not going to name any specific investments or stock names or real estate operators. I'm just going to give you categories. Okay. And again, highly opinionated, but Hey, it's based on research too. So 2% would be, let's call it government bonds, treasuries, interest from the bank. These things, they ebb and flow, right? But, but this is a more conservative approach, maybe appropriate possibly for older folks or someone with lots and lots of equity to put to work. This is just more of a conservative aspect of the portfolio. In the 4% range, you bump up to annuities, which is a very common retirement product that a lot of people buy into. Life insurance policies are very closely tied to that, whether we're talking whole life or things like that, where they have a, I don't know if, if they use the word guaranteed, but they kind of have a baseline return of, of sorts. It's usually around 4%. The last time I looked into them, which wasn't that long ago. And CDs, possibly. You'd have to find a very high yield CD. It may be a longer term CD. Just depends on the bank and interest rate environment. 6%. We bump up into some types of real estate, possibly. It could be high-end luxury real estate. It might be a conservative year one underwriting approach due to COVID or trying to turn around a property. So maybe you have a little bit lower yield in the beginning. Could be corporate bonds, public companies, even private companies raising capital that kind of stuff. Dividend stocks, blue chip dividend stocks sometimes are in this range. Again, I'm not going to name specifics, but if you go look up some blue chip dividend players online, you'll find what I'm talking about. 8%. This is what comes to mind when I hear 8%. First and foremost, real estate. I don't care if we're talking about single family, multifamily, whatever. In 2015, those that know my story, I switched from investing in single family homes into passively investing in multifamily syndications. And for me at that time, I made what I call the 8% rule, which is just a personal thing. But I thought, conservatively speaking, I could clip an 8% annualized cash flow coupon from these types of deals. Some are going to do better, some may do worse. So I'm going to kind of take the average of eight and live off the income which we'll get to in a few minutes. So that's the first thing is real estate in any form. REITs, real estate investment trusts are usually publicly traded. They could be private, but they're just basically a real estate investment fund that has to distribute, I don't know if it's 90% or 90% plus of their earnings to investors. So it's usually a higher yield compared to like the blue chip companies I mentioned in the 6% category. Notes, diversified pools of notes, I'm in a couple funds like that. Tax liens might fit into this category. Again, they could be higher or lower depending on the state and the rules and the outcome. 10%, first thing that comes to mind there is hard money lending. So someone's going to borrow your money for doing a fix and flip or a construction project or whatever, but they only need your money for, let's call it six months. So they're willing to pay a 10% 
annualized yield because they know it's not going to be a 30 year type situation, right? Or even a 10 year, it's going to be very short term. So that's hard money lending. You might get in those yields, possibly higher, possibly lower. Professional real estate investments, specifically private placements that I mentioned, a lot of these could be in the 10% cash flow yield range. Again, it just depends on the deal, the operator. When you're listening to this episode, there's so many factors, but trying to give you some general categories to think about. So it gets a little more professional starting at 10%, talking about specifically yield and then going higher above and beyond that. So that's two through 10%. The point of this infographic is just simply, again, educational purposes to get your mind thinking, to think what's my risk tolerance and what makes sense to me and what do I know and best understand and where am I at in in my 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s. And maybe this is just the beginning of you starting to plan your retirement. Or maybe you're in retirement thinking, I got this 401k with a million bucks in it. What do I do now? This might be something to think about. So that's really what I had for you today. I know that was a little bit high level, but hopefully was also impactful and educational for you. Again, we'll have Theo Hicks back next week, my co-host. But for now, I appreciate you guys tuning in. Thank you so much. Have a best ever day. Thank you, guys. We'll see you next time. Groundbreaker helps you increase productivity and investor satisfaction by automating fundraising, reporting, and investor relations through elegant and powerful workflows built by syndicators for syndicators. Go to groundbreaker.co forward slash Joe. That's groundbreaker.co forward slash Joe to get a free deal pitch deck template. If you have a smaller rental portfolio, then here's a no-brainer for you. Hemlane's property management platform automates the entire rental life cycle. With connections to local agents and maintenance coordinators, you are in control and have more free time. Check them out at hemlane.com. That's H-E-M-L-A-N-E.com.